Hi, this is Brian Bell from Weezer and The Relationship, and you're listening to Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com and tagging No Clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. Here's what No Clubs has. Tuesday, April 23rd at the Orpheum. I'm going to give this one a try. Brandon Taz Niederauer and Bobby Lee Rogers. I'm, I, I just butchered that butchered that name. But if you know Brandon Taz Niederauer, then go check him out Tuesday, April 23rd at the Orpheum. Wednesday, April 24th, closing out a busy April. The Church is playing two sets at the Palladium. So that's a pretty nice, pretty nice month of April. A lot of cool shows, a lot of heavy shows. Um, and there's a bunch of cool stuff coming in May, including Government Mule on May 1st and some other shows that you can find at statemedia.com, where you can see the list of all the upcoming dates in Tampa from No Clubs. You can follow No Clubs at No Clubs and check out dates at statemedia.com. Hashtag we are concerts. Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 97. The song you just heard was Receptionist by Shark Muffin. It's from the EP Gamma Gardening, which was just released by Exploding in Sound Records. You can check it out on all of the digital stores, or you can buy a cassette on Bandcamp. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanes. I wish I was... I wish I was a shark muffin. Yeah. I wish I was Scully's partner. I used to have such a fucking crush on Scully. Yeah, do you? No, I Scully used to. is a shark muffin. Scully is entirely yeah. a shark muffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I could I could see you having a little X Files crush there, Jason. Oh, dude, hundred yeah. percent. Even even David Duchovny, I mean, whatever. <laughs> He's a good looking you, man. You prefer him on um X Files or Californication? Californication all yeah, day. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. I could see you being into that. I could see you being David Duchovny. Like, if you moved to California, I feel like I feel like that would be your life. Yeah, going for Hank Moody. <laughs> yeah, you'd be a little Hank Moody s. Yeah, he, uh, he's an honorable guy. He just fucks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing honorable about Hank. Our guest on this episode is Feverbeam, a band formed in the summer heat of Saint Petersburg, Florida, where they've quickly become known for their charismatic and high energy live show. They've developed a sound affectionately referred to as cowpunk. Yeah, cowpunk. What's, the, <laughs> what's they'll tell you a little bit more about in this episode. Uh, Feverbeam is actually the first band that we've managed from Tampa um, as Cigar City Management. So surprising because, you know, we have Cigar City in the name, but uh, we've been, you know, a little selective about who we work with. And I think Feverbeam is definitely doing something that is exceptional and they're just they're just so great 
you know, they're awesome people, super humble, super chill, fun to hang out with and fun to work with. And I think they're, they're going to have an incredible career. So, uh, check out their debut single young guns, which is out now on all digital stores and go to one of their shows. If you're local or check them out on tour, they're going to be, um, hitting up a bunch of dates in April, uh, starting, uh, in Miami on April 10th at Kill Your Idol, then heading to Orlando, Athens, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, Asheville, North Carolina, and then back to Jacksonville, Florida, and back home after that. So it's a quick little run, but if you're in one of those cities, you should definitely check out Fever Beam. If you're anywhere in the local area, you should keep an eye on when they're performing and really check them out because the single sounds great, but their live show is something to behold. They're a lot of fun. So Truly one of the best bands that come out of the Tampa Bay area in a long time. You can find them on Instagram at Feverbeam, Twitter at Feverbeam, Facebook at Feverbeam, everything at Feverbeam. Feverbeam. Yeah, check them out. So here it is, episode number 97. afternoon we're at an undisclosed location in Carrollwood, florida and we're sitting with uh, some of our favorite people from the bay area uh casey sam and dane collectively known as fever beam a band that has been taking the tampa bay area by storm i'd have to say so how are you guys doing today great bullen good <laughs> bullen is basically it's coolin', but I'm just chilling. Sometimes you get tired of saying coolin', so you say boolin'. And stuff. Is there any lipstick like on jizz? the microphone? I'm yeah. sure there will be soon. Yeah. So I actually, it was really funny <laughs> seeing that picture uh, that Tampa <laughs> Sessions shared from Gasparilla Music Fest of a microphone just covered in lipstick, and I, I didn't even see. <laughs> I hadn't even seen the caption, and I'm like, I know this was Casey. It was all over the, my my entire face. Too. Yeah. It was like war paint. Yeah. But no. not the cool looking kind. It was like, oh shit, that was an accident. <laughs> yeah. But that's that was uh that was pretty classic, Casey there. And you know, yeah, obviously scroll <laughs> scroll down and saw of course, you know, fever beam was tagged, and I'm like, yes, that that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So how was Gasparilla Music Fest? Because um I was there Saturday the first day, but then had to fly to Austin the next morning. So I didn't get to see you, and that made me really, really sad. Because you played Sunday. It, it was, was dope. Absolutely wicked. Yeah. And Gary Clark Jr. and the other Oof. bands that played just like blew me away. It was and an like, incredible lineup. Gary Clark Jr. played um, Come Together. And it was like, whoa. Like, this yeah. is like my, it was just like a mind blowing kind of experience. It didn't feel real. Like, parts of it just like did not feel like. They yeah, were actually happening is pretty cool. That's that's really rad. There's something magical about Gasparilla Music Festival. It's the I don't know the setting and like you know especially that like late afternoon when the sun starts going down. Mm-hmm. It's like it's such a beautiful park. 
at Curtis Hicks. Yeah. And so many people put so much like work and love into like making that happen. And you can really like feel it. No, like, you know, no matter if you're a musician or like a person going there or like a person working it, it's like a family. I don't know. It was my first year at Gasparilla. It was like kind of insane. Those vegan bratwurst were the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you get the vegan bratwurst from? The German uh, bratwurst stand. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The independent. Yeah. Oh, the independent. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, The independent has some good, some good uh, meat for sure. And non-meat, I guess. Yeah. Mojo, are you really gonna do some good? You're really gonna do this to me right now? Of course. He's protecting us. Yeah, he's barking the building. All right. So, but how was your performance at Gasparilla Music Festival? That's what I really. Oh, it was dope. We, they filmed the whole thing. The Tampa Sessions crew like filmed it, filmed it. So it was nice to like be able to watch it afterwards and be like. That stage is really cool. But like yeah. playing, like yeah. I feel like we all felt really good about it. Yeah, I love it. So you played the um, the amphitheater stage. Is what yeah, the amphitheater. Yeah, and it was, and that's maybe my favorite place to see a, a show at Gasparilla Music Fest because mm-hmm. it just feels so intimate and like. It was you know, dope and it was filled up with people. Yeah. I, I was just like, what? Everyone gets crazy. like a good seat too. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's, there's yeah. yeah, you can see from anywhere. And the sound yeah. is just great. The way yeah, it, like, the sound is dope. carries up. Yeah, you wouldn't think that like a concrete like space right? like that would sound so good, but yeah, it's just, just the acoustics there are good, especially when it's filled with bodies. Yeah, you know? that, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone plays their part warm ones, the super cool. warm bodies. Yeah, well, it that's the other thing day. is yeah, it's it's right in the sun, and there's no. I mean, there, there's there's some coverage for you while you're performing, but like the people in the stands are like in they the were summer. cooking. Yeah, yeah, it was hot that day. Yeah, but they were cooking with day. they were cooking with fever beam, I guess, huh? Oh, that yeah. should be a show yeah. cooking with fever beam. What like stonerific meals like would we make? Like, well, was- so I, I feel like almost every time that we've eaten together, it's been tacos. Like I feel like tacos are ninety percent of the time we've had tacos together. Mostly Taco Bell, but also Taco Bus we and other get various some Thai tacos. food. Some Thai food? You guys are into mm, Thai food? Yeah, yeah. Really? I am. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's get some Thai food. Yeah. Go to Thai Prime. Shout out to Thai you, Prime. I know a few good Thai, thai yeah. spots. Yeah, yeah. So tell me more about Feverbeam uh, in general. Like, how did how did all of you meet? How did you get together? <laughs> well, let's see. I met Casey. She when she was doing the Spuds, mm-hmm. and I just really loved them. I went to a bunch of their shows, and just like after uh, she was in Glove, I just kind of kept hitting her up and was like. When are we going to jam? When are we going to jam? And then we did. And uh, Dane and I, I knew Dane for a few years. Um, I moved we in met to, on like... I moved into a house <laughs> that he used to live in. It's like a collective of artists and creative people. And... Um, we were both on like psychedelics we were, when I we took, met. Yeah, mushrooms one day. <laughs> and he was on acid. I was on acid. Yeah, I was playing on. the Omnichord during that jam. And Jane, Dane was like jamming out on the bass. It was a really interesting time. So the chemistry was immediate there. You were yeah, like, okay. we were like constantly like jamming. Like we've, we've tried so many different arrangements, like jamming together. And then finally, like when it, it was just like us with Casey, it worked. And then she was like, oh, I've got this other friend. And that was when Dennis was in the band. And like we just like, yeah, formed like. Yeah. It was just serendipitous. So what was like the 
what was the inspiration, I guess, behind the sound? You know, because you, you describe it as cow punk, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if anybody listening knows what cow punk is, but Fever Beam will, will kind of describe it to you. What is cow punk? Um, cow punk to me is like, I don't know, some of my biggest influences, like early punk, like 80s punk bands, like Gun Club is like a huge one. And then like, you know, television and like patty smith and like that era but i guess like cowpunk is just like reimagined from what it was because cowpunk never really like broke the surface like dead milkmen were kind of like the Mm -hmm. ones to like really drive cowpunk into like people's like awareness like into the table and but i guess it's just like a form of punk that just has more of like a twangy. bluesy twangy, like a twang, you know? <laughs> yeah. Richard Hell too has like his own kind of thing going. It's not cow punk, but it's like, what would you describe that as? I guess. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what I would describe it as. And it's interesting because you as a band, I think, you know, you're, there's definitely that twang there, but it also is really punk and it really is really just like rock and roll and mm-hmm. bluesy. And I think that's what, uh, draws a lot of people to Fever Beam is just that it's it's a really cool mix of different styles, you know. Yeah. But it's like it's very uh, like honestly and genuinely you, which is I think mm-hmm. what I like about it too. That's why I'm like I think it's cool that we say that it's cowpunk because nobody knows what the fuck cowpunk is, and it's just like I wouldn't want to say flat out like it's rock and roll because it's not get really like yeah yeah. So it's just like our own little version of like cowpunk you know, yeah you know, but it's just like you know. just a, just a little something for the kids yeah. <laughs> yeah. but but that but that's what's cool about it is like it it makes sense for you like the especially the more i get to know you i'm just like the this these songs and this music is just kind of an extension of your personalities in a weird way mm-hmm. would you agree with that casey yeah because i'm a wild bronco and i know how to fucking <laughs> yeah so uh you know case closed there i think uh, i think that's uh, pretty much that is that is Fever Bean. we can end myself. the interview and uh thank you guys for stopping in <laughs> no, no 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 like a wrestler yeah understandable this is a very caffeinated fever beam right now which <laughs> is kind of a scary thought to me because uh, i was at their show uh, last sunday with uh, thelma and the sleaze and Woo! you performed a hell of a show all this energy you know kick ass and then later in the night sam is like jumping up and down <laughs> around the the mosh pit area and i'm like how do you still have this much energy, Sam? Like, how did Thelma you just play sleeves. a show? Okay. Thelma and the Sleeves is really high all those, all those ladies, like, just fucking rocked it. But all, I think it's also when no we mercy practice, we go all. through it a bunch of times. And when you play a show, you just play it once, you know, and then you're, like, still ready to go after. Oh, so you could you could have done, like, three sets then is what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Casey says no. No. Every I time pretty, I play a set, like, 20 minutes after, I'm like, that's when I... Now I want to play the set again. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're just warping like, up. Man, now I would the kill it. Yeah. Time's you know? the best time. Yeah. Yeah. So what what was it like? Uh, you did a couple shows with Elma and the Sleaze in Miami and, and here in Tampa. So what was it like to meet uh, LG and, uh, and the rest of the crew? Freaking 
amazing. They so, were all so nice. We we all crashed at the same place too, and it was just really cute. What what did you guys do when you when you hung out? We passed out. Okay. We drank yeah. a little. I drank a little wine first, and then passed out. That sounds. That sounds <laughs> we like all dr- we all drank a little bit of wine. And then in the middle of the night, yeah. I, I stole Case's pillow, or I tried. To. Oh. Yeah, I was like sneaking in because I forgot my pillow. That doesn't sound good at all. I didn't know that. She was. <laughs> that she sounds was me. <laughs> yeah. I would have let her have it. Yeah. If I was awake, I would have given it to her and slept on the. It's true. But they cold hard ground. They they were super rad, you know, and uh, it. It's funny because to me, they like kind of what we're saying about, you know, Cal Punk and LG you know. let me rip on her custom guitar. And oh. that was the <laughs> sickest Damn. feeling I've ever had, like playing with another band, I think. She's like, go on stage and play. Her, the guitar's name is Fancy. Yeah. And like <laughs> it <laughs> felt like. It's like gunmetal finish, so it's got yeah. all the like sweat and tears of like Nashville <laughs> and like they were all just such great performers. Yeah, and great musicians. Yeah. Like Gucci, Gucci, those keys. All that's, of them, that's what I love. I love that LG. Yeah, I guess Gucci just kills uh, it on the keys. Good lord. I guess LG just gives nicknames to everyone because yep. uh, wouldn't she? She knew a friend of mine. Um, Christine in uh, in Austin and was like, oh, you know Bubbles? And I was like, oh, I don't call her Bubbles, but oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, I know Bubbles. And so the bass player is Whiskers. 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 Yeah, and Snowflake is the drummer. Snowflake is the drummer. And then the keyboard Kunti, player. Kunti. What? Coochie. Coochie Coochie. I thought it was Coochie Coochie. It's Coochie Coochie. Yeah, I think it's Coochie Coochie. Coochie sounds like it fits <laughs> yeah. with Whiskers and, and Snowflake. Yeah. And yeah, really incredible <laughs> band. Really good musicians. Yes. And uh, really I feel like only they can get away with a song called Come. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Man. Also, We've been jamming to them so hard. <laughs> they have a song about butt sex, too. They do. Rachel, they do. Baby no more. You can write a song about anything. Shout out. Just like that. Uh, they also Please. have a song uh, that LG described as uh, it's a... Uh, it's about uh, a woman who who gives good head, but she's not wife material, you know, <laughs> which I thought was a pretty clever because like butt sex, everybody's got a song about butt sex, but that's a much more specific uh, thing to write a song about. Yeah, yeah. The but, yeah, it's but really cool. And like what I was saying is like in the same way that, you know, Fever Beam kind of bounces between these different worlds and sounds like Thelma and the Sleaze is, is a really good example of oh, that yeah. because, you know, they, they have some of the Nashville thing and some of the Southern thing going on, but it's, it is very rock and roll. It is very punk. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. That's, that's why like, I think cow punk is a fun way to describe it. Describe fever beam just because genres don't really mean anything anymore. True. So, like, they who, really don't. Who gives, who gives a shit what, what it's called? Yeah. You know? Because you're doing different things and you're fitting into different vibes and different moods. We're going off loose. We're going off the rails on a crazy train. (laughs) (laughs) That you are. That you are. So you have this new single coming out uh, April 5th, which it was, if you're listening to this podcast, is probably after April 5th, you know, (laughs) because, you know, statistically speaking, uh, there are more days after April 5th than before. True. So, yeah. It's so, blunt. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're right about that. Man. So the new single is called Young Guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and tell me about Young Guns and how that song was put together. 
Um, so I fucking love Young Guns. I have not seen Young Guns 2 all the way through yet, but um, if you have not seen Young Guns, watch it. Mm-hmm. The song in general isn't really like have anything to do with the movie per se, but just like <laughs> the action of like watching the movie. watching it in between <laughs> like whatever else is going on. I'm just like, man, I can't even tell you how many times I've watched that movie in a row. Yeah. And like one of the things you go do that makes you feel good or comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. You go home and you watch Young Guns on VHS, the couch, you know, you just yeah. Booling. Yeah. Just booling. Uh-huh. Just <laughs> booling. Right there. That that's really funny because uh I was I was very happy when I first went to your house and you actually did have young guns on VHS and actually quite an extensive VHS collection. Indeed. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. This is not this is no bullshit. This yeah. is indeed it's real. This is real. You're really watching Young Guns on VHS, and not fully Young Guns two yet. But we'll check back. Do you have I'm that sure. one on VHS? I do now, mm-hmm. thanks to Ricky's. How Cuba? many? How many did uh-huh. they make? Just two. Two. All right. Yep. All right. I feel like that's probably enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think they need to make it. I don't know where they could have possibly taken it after the first one, but hey, uh, we'll yeah, like see. what did they do in the sequel? Did they like go to space? Like. Yeah, I think that's Tremors. I think you're thinking of Tremors. Tremors. (laughs) (laughs) After the fourth Tremors movie, they're (laughs) like they're (laughs) underground or something. Right, right. I didn't make it that far, but that's another good one. Tremors one and two. Do you have those on VHS? I have a four disc DVD set. Oh, okay. So, I think I think Tremors came a little bit after VHS. Yeah. I'm sure you can we find got it the, We have just come over and watch something one day. Got I'd a, love to. I would love Aladdin. to do that. You got a lot of good ones. You've got yeah. Silence oh, yeah. of the Leia Homes. Okay. That's oh. a, that's quite a jump from Aladdin to Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> 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 we, have, we have various. We have a could variety chicken, of could things. be ice cream, you know. <laughs> yeah. For the kids. For the <laughs> And Jesus. I, I, all three of the Lord of the Rings, the OG Lord of the Rings. There you, you go. The extended ass. editions or the original cuts? Original cut. <laughs> I have. I also have Twilight, Breaking Dawn, New Moon, Eclipse, like Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver too. Yeah, yeah. That's Taxi- nice Clockwork Orange, <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> I already said Twilight. I know. <laughs> I feel. I feel like you're really hyping up the video. Rosemary listen- Baby. Listeners Rose are going to be like, man, I really need to check out this uh, School this of VHS Rock collection. School of Rock on VHS. Yeah. yeah. I, got I got that yep. shit. Jack Black. Damn. Got X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, your place is really rad. I won't lie. It's a, you know, it's, it's, you're you're living out in St. Pete and uh The you know. Funky Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your your dog, what is your dog's name? I, I, I His forgot. name's Louie and he actually Louis. just got a really terrible haircut yesterday. Oh, poor Louie. But it's okay. Yeah. He knows it too. He's really embarrassed. And, and you have like a, you also have a very cool Frank Zappa poster up on the wall. Dude. Hardest motherfucker in the game. Frank Zappa. loves Frank Zappa. I love, love Frank Zappa. And actually, so does LG. Oh. I asked her before. That's you know, a good thing. No, Jason ways. loves Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa. All right. See? All day you day. guys don't? Oh, I, 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 I no. love Frank Zappa, but not in the way that it appears that you and Jason and LG from Thelma yeah. and Sleaze do. 
I don't know. I, I used to make out with girls to the song Catholic Girls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Casey's like the wheels are spinning right now. Yeah. It explains why I'm not married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. So what's your favorite uh like what what's your favorite Frank Zappa song or favorite Frank Zappa album? Oh man, Hot Rats is my favorite album. Any song off that goes. And also I'm the Slime. That song goes so hard too. And um I don't know. That's a good place to start. I'll stop there. And if you if you if you know you're drawn into that, then just stop while you're ahead and don't dig any further. Cause <laughs> oh, Muffin Man, that's a that's a solid one. That's one you could play for the kids in front of them. They would like that. <laughs> oh, right. thought it was a man, but he was a muffin. <laughs> and then you're playing School of Rock on VHS in the background, and your four-year-old is like this, just. Thrashing. No, no words. No, no one words. can see you, yeah, but no you are. You, she's head banging and, and uh, just going. Yeah. She just did a hard. somersault. Oh my god! Yeah, like, <laughs> she had her little, yeah. her little heavy metal devil horns up <laughs> on her fingers and just. She's standing away. on her head right now. In her underwear. These are the things that happen <laughs> in Fever Beam World. Uh, I am the slime on the video. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to know. How you guys learn your instruments and why your instruments? Oh man! So why bass guitar for you? What what made that happen? Um, my brother played guitar like um, for like quite a few years before I ever like picked up any instruments, and he was always playing guitar. So I was like, oh, I'll pick up the bass. You know what I mean? Just I to be different. Just um, to go, to go with him to to uh -huh. a different frequency. There's just something about it. That always just like captured me, like the the bass guitar. Mm -hmm. um, did he teach you how to play bass guitar, or was that self taught, um, or did he, he get a teacher? Um, no, I self taught, but he would try and teach me riffs and just mm. yell at me until I learned them right. So, <laughs> which in the long run really helped. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he would just teach me right. uh, riffs and stuff like that, and just playing together, playing with like my homies, just them really. Like used to live at this place called the Roser House, and at a time like had like ten roommates, and like all of them were like wonderful, profound musicians. So just mm. by being around them and really jamming with them, that like you got knowledge by osmosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just tried to absorb yeah. all their brilliance. Cool. All right. But yeah. Why the drums and how the drums? Um. Well, I actually played guitar for a lot of my life. I started taking lessons when I was like nine. And then I just kind of like pursued music. Um, and I just, once I moved up to St. Pete, I also moved into the house Dane was talking about with all the great musicians. And it just like cycles through like so many people, great, great musicians cycle through that living space. And mm -hmm. uh, I went there and I just tried to jam with as many people as possible, just on any instrument that I could. And... Um, a buddy of ours, an artist, Eva, uh, she's a great artist. She was, she just needed a drummer one day and I was like kind of joking, like, I'll play drums for you. And then uh, she was like, okay, and then left. And then I realized like, I got to learn how to play drums. <laughs> <laughs> and so. and Sam, Sam is a Taurus, Sam is a Taurus. So if Sam gets an idea, she's like, gotta do it, gotta be the best. <laughs> and it really works out great for her. I, and I don't know uh, if it's got anything to do with the Zodiac, because Sam, in general, is pretty magic. So uh, like, 
Well, but she is a Taurus, and they have to be the best at everything, and they usually are. When Casey just and Dana and I got together, it just felt like so <laughs> right. Like yeah. it just felt really right, and I felt just like I could really get into a groove with the like combination of them, you know. And I'm I. Hadn't really felt like that way before. It just was like this like comfort area like for me, I think. Yeah. I think one of the things I love about watching you play drums in particular is that you always look like you're having fun with it. You know, <laughs> like you always look like you're having the best time playing drums. Which, for sure. It's, which it's fun. Be. It's a fun yeah. thing to do. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> well, then, Casey, we got to hear the why and how. Yeah. Um, I... My first job when I was in the fifth grade, my dad had a um, franchise of a music academy and I was like, I would go after school and run the front desk, not run it, but I would sit there and like cash out those like students and like, you know, book their like schedules for their lessons. And um, since I was always there, like hanging out, I would like when the, like, mm, when the teachers would have like a second, I would play drums or bass or guitar or whatever. And I started playing in these like little cover bands. We did like Seven Nation Army cover and we did like <laughs> When I Come Around kind of yeah. stuff. And I played bass. <laughs> I played bass at first. Um, and then I put down music for a really long time. I put, would play like open mic nights and stuff because like my dad was always like driving it because he's a musician. Um, and, uh, put it down for a really long time and then I got into the Tampa punk scene and I wanted to start a doom metal band so I bought an SG <laughs> because I was really into Black Sabbath and I was reading like a Tony Iommi like book on you know autobiography or whatever and I was like I need to buy an SG and so when I was 17 I say I was serving and not serving I was a hostess and saved up money and bought an SG and then it sat in the corner for a couple weeks because I just didn't know how to play it and I would just go up and down on the E string or like because I wanted to be in a doom metal band so I'd play like open E and then like <laughs> second fret and then like open E I saw a hard time <laughs> and then I'm like man I can't I don't know what I'm doing and then uh, I, start, I, I started taking lessons from Sue Lin oh that's great who's in Propagandi and she was in I'm an yeah. intestine and like a Feral huge babies. part of Feral babies, yeah. And Sulin is really like the main reason why I stuck with it for so long because she was the first um, guitar teacher that I had that really like fed my hunger for playing punk music. Yeah. So I started playing with the Spuds, um, which I started with like two of my best homies that didn't really play music, and we all just kind of like learned together what it means to be in a band and what it means to write your own music and songs. And I fucking loved it. Couldn't get enough. I'm going to keep doing it. It's been two years. I'm going to keep going until I croak. That's, that's what amazes me is that it's only been two years. Like you've only been doing this for two years. Yeah. That's insane to me. Started out as a way to not have to use my fake ID so much. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. That doesn't sound good at all. That wasn't why. <laughs> <laughs> but damn did it ever work <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know I was 18 bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Casey's still standing on her head yeah right she's just standing on her head <laughs> her, her face is bright red oh, right now man. it's crazy That that's crazy That. <laughs> so yeah you're only 21 which is uh -huh. insane 
and you've been, you've only played you've only been playing really seriously for two years, yeah. and you're as kick ass as you are, which is kind of an incredible thing to think about. Uh, yeah, I met Casey. I feel like I still got a little while to go. I yeah, but I I I see I see how far you can go. I can, and I've already seen the progression. But the potential is what is what amazes me. You know, if you've done this in two years, man, two more years of Casey. Hell look! Yeah. Look out, world! <laughs> Me Five out. more years, <laughs> ten more years. Ten, yeah, how Casey more? forever. Casey forever would be fantastic. Godspeed, Casey fully loaded. Yeah, Godspeed. yeah. How did how, you were just saying <laughs> that, <laughs> Danny? You were just talking about how you met Casey. How oh, yeah. was that? Uh, I met her because both our um, old bands played together. She played in the Spuds. Mm-hmm. I played in a, in a weird little band. Yeah, my first show ever I played with Dane's band, Sad mm-hmm. Shivas. Yeah. The, the what? Well, our first show was a Spuds. It was just like some weird little project. <laughs> Sad, <laughs> Sad Shivas. Okay. Um, with Jamoqua and Fernando. Um, but yeah, I, I hadn't met Casey before and um, she played, uh, yeah, I did the Spuds. It was at the Emerald and I just remember hearing her voice and being like, Whoa! And you, she did a cover of um, "Hit the Road, Hit Jack. the Road, Jack," dude. And it, oh, you, the yeah. way you did it was so sick, and the way you sang, and I was just like, "No one." Hit one's... the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more. Yeah, but you got you it. got like really Very amped and like it got like <laughs> Sounds so it got super oh, super woman, gnarly. Oh woman, why'd you treat me so mean? You're the meanest woman that I ever seen. All right, I'll stop. You, guys had, you yeah, should bring you guys that had, back. They had some hits. Yeah, dude. they were that's good. Dope. Yeah, the spuds sick. Sweet whiskey, baby. <laughs> you can always. Why'd you have to get so sour? You can always dance to the. You can always dance at a spuds show. That's one thing. Yeah, you can always dance at a fever beam show. What are you talking Hell about? Hell yeah. You know. <laughs> True. That that's one of the things I like to see at your shows too is the the wide range of audience members yes. who are oh, into yeah. it. You I know, love like to see that too. there's there's young kids that are into Fever Beam. There's like an older crowd that's into Fever Beam. It feels like, cool when the older crowd comes up and they're like, you know, you remind me of. Uh, <laughs> Joan Jed, or like you remind <laughs> me of Patty Smith a little bit, or like you got that like. It's like cool to see like yeah. The, Someone said, um, from Bikini Kill. Oh, he's fucking, her name slips my mind. Oops. Kathleen Hanna. Kathleen. Yeah. 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 yeah I see it that. It feels cool to like have the older crowd like recognize kind of like my inspiration. Like, yeah. Well, they, they know your influences. Yeah. Like, they, they know, you know, kind of, you know, every, everything, everything in the world is influenced by something else. So, you know, yeah. they see, they see where, where you came from, you mm-hmm. know? But what I'm interested in now is where are you going? So what's what's next for Fever Beam? What's on the horizon? Breaking some saddles. Yeah, we haven't actually we haven't even talked about your <laughs> taming tour. the wild horses. Yeah, giddy up. You're going because you're going on tour. You're releasing Young Guns April 5th, and then you're going we have on the, the music video too coming. Yeah, out. and the music video. Um, but and we're smashing on up to Asheville and back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smashing on up. So this is your this is your first ever tour, right? Cuz Yeah, that's Fever know, Beam, yeah. This is this is the Fever Beam inauguration tour, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have the van. 
Yes, we've got a little cornflake. Cornflake. Corn she's ready to go. We're ready to go. God bless. We are just, I think we're all just kind of biding our time until we get on the road. We're just like all so excited. Yeah. I, I bet. I know the I know the van was a triumphant uh, occasion for you, you know. Yeah, Okini, yeah, shout van. out to our mechanic Okini. He was at Gasparilla too. Feyroy, yeah. shout out. Yeah. Feyroy, yeah, it's the old Feyroy van. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, the van's got some history then, I'm sure, with the mm-hmm. with the Feyroy boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some magic vibes. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> some magic vibes, maybe magical traces of other things too, you know. <laughs> Oh. Not to say anything about it. I love Fairboy. They're, 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 they're good boys. They're good people. I did find yeah. a um, egg McMuffin wrapper like between the window and the curtain. I know it was you, Grayson. <laughs> I know it was you. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like, wow, the Fairboy boys look pretty good for eating McDonald's and shit. Yeah, right. They, they hey, but when you're on tour, you got to yeah, do it. Yeah, you gotta it, do it happens. It. You know? I know, I, I'm sure you're going to be hitting Taco Bell uh, a couple times on the tour. Sponsor us. Yeah. If yeah, we'll get, the, we'll get them, you that I'd Feed the dead. Beat sponsorship for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So right right on. So the tour and the music video. So you want to tease the video? Like what's the, give us kind of a, don't don't, don't spoil too much, but like what's the, what's the concept behind the video? So the concept behind the video is there's no goddamn concept. Yeah, there's no direct okay. theme. We did everything under the sun and more in this video to keep the concept as far out of reach as possible because uh well i mean we'll see because i haven't even seen the video but i do know that some (laughs) of the footage that we shot was really out there so i feel like the video was what happens (laughs) i feel like the video was more so just like a chance for like an excuse for us to just like hang out and have fun yeah. yeah, I think like that's going to reflect bar. really, that's going to reflect like eat really ice well, cream. I yeah. think. Yeah, and eat, eat we ice cream. We're spooning ice cream into each other's and just mouths, dressed up as horses and cowboys. <laughs> and riding on each <laughs> other. Riding on each other's back across the street. Running around, being delirious. It's just... Took out a $100,000 loan to make this video. Yeah, <laughs> Dane only, <laughs> Dane only. We hired <laughs> Donald Pleasance as an actor. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we all got actors to play ourselves. It's not actually us. We you should you should definitely do that for a video though. Like get let's get some actors. Who who would play each of you in a movie? That's my question. Shit. Angelina Jolie would play you? Why why not? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm just I, uh, clarifying. I would hope maybe Owen Wilson could take a spin trying to play me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because he's like, I would like to see it. He's my favorite. That would be. <laughs> that would be. I think amazing. Steve Buscemi would play me. Would play I think you. that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's the vibe. So this this hypothetical Fever B movie starring Angelina Jolie as Sam. As Sam. <laughs> Yeah, just like hearing uh, the Owen Wilson going, "Wow, yeah. wow, wow!" Yeah, wow. Angelina Jolie is oh, Sam, cowpunk. Steve wow. Buscemi wow. as Dane, and Owen Wilson as Casey. Wes Anderson's gonna direct it, but yeah. like yeah, Owen dude. Wilson, yes. Owen Wilson when he had like the little shaglet and he had like, oh, uh, what was that movie that he was in um, as a guy. cop? He was like a cop Starsky with, and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson oh, and Starsky man. and Hutch. Yeah, it's a good one. No, keep keep talking. Don't don't. Like, I know all his movies. His, <laughs> don't give a bonus, baby. Mr. Superfan. Don't wow. make the wrong seem well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
We're pretty much out of time, but I want to give you guys the opportunity to, is there anything, any final thoughts you have for the Cigar City radio listeners or the Tampa audience? What are what are the final words from Fever Beam? We can go around the table if you want. Start a band and play a show with us. Hell if yeah. you don't play music in a band already and you've been itching to get out there and just do it because... It's a great outlet, and um, it never stops, like, giving. Giving, yeah. So um, I would say that. I would say look out for Fever Beam's music coming out. Um, look out for our music video that's also coming out. We're going on tour soon. If you're listening from outside of Tampa, come and see us. We put a lot and all of ourselves into this band at times and it's really important to the three of us that you might come out and like it party with us be our friends <laughs> we'll smoke you out i'll let somebody else <laughs> take will. over i love you Woo. be free children <laughs> yeah be good out there uh live free uh, maybe we'll see you at a show. Yeah. yeah. Keep your nose clean and your pecker dry. We're releasing our single. <laughs> tell, tell your mother you. <laughs> tell your mother you love her. Releasing uh, our single on April fifth. Yeah. So if you would like to listen to it, then give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know. So so my last thing is just if people want to find you, where can they go? Oh, that's pretty important. Yeah. So we have an Instagram. Band Fever camp. Beam on Instagram. We have yeah. a band camp. We're Fever Beam on band camp. We got Facebook. <laughs> Fever Beam on Facebook. We got Twitter. I don't even use Twitter, but somebody <laughs> all do. Yeah. We're Shit. Fever Beam Hardly on Twitter. <laughs> so you're Fever Beam on everything. Actually, while we're doing this, we should shout out the original owner of at Fever Beam. Because oh my the God. band, Thank so you, a little, little tidbit, the band... Yeah. You, Instagram username used to be fever underscore beam underscore band, band underscore. What well, there was another underscore? underscore? Two at the end. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm fucking around. There no, no, there many. was just two. <laughs> but there was way many. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like way too much. <laughs> and and I remember one of the first times we sat down, I was like, "You guys have to get at Fever Beam. Like, why don't you? Why don't you already have that?" And we looked, and there was a, a gentleman who had at Fever Beam. I think it was his dog. Yeah, yeah, it was his dog's account, and it all it was all pictures of his dog. <laughs> and it was like a cute dog, dog. His dog, yeah, very with, cute a, dog. with a toy, and it's just the caption is bark. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck are we going to get in touch with this dog? Yeah. <laughs> Change our Instagram name. Yeah. But we're like, oh, well, it's the internet. So let's just DM him and tell him the situation and see if he'll give you the username. And within like two days, I feel God's like. Plan. Yeah. God's plan. Yeah. God's plan. God's <laughs> plan. <laughs> so thank you to that gentleman for changing his username. You can now follow Fever Beam Thanks, on Instagram at Fever Beam. And, and that's God's plan. And uh, I want to play in space one day. So on Elon space. Musk, if Elon Musk ever hears this. That was stupid.
Cause I'm a redneck woman. I ain't no high class broad. All right, I'm over it.